0: Good morning. Welcome to the Teach Better Today morning show where we are live every single morning, Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern here with the Teach Better team. We have my two favorite topics that we are talking about. I was the one that put these on the organizational sheet that Katie always tells me I have to put things on and my ideas are here. I'm so excited. (laughs) It's going to be the best day ever. Katie Minkland's in the house and we'll be right back. Good morning. We are live for Teach Better Today morning show. Katie Miglin is in the house and she's letting me be in charge. For those of you who don't know, Katie Miglin's kind of like a dictator and she's terrible to work with. So today is a good day.
1: The reality is we know who really runs the show and it's not me.
0: It is not me. She puts everything on this sheet and I can't talk about stuff if it's not on the Excel spreadsheet and today
1: is my day. So exciting. Good morning, friends. Welcome. Morning. Start your day with Ray and I. Hopefully you've got strong coffee because it seems like we're going to need it today with Ray's mm-hmm. topics that she's super excited about. Are you saying this energy
0: is not what you need on a Monday morning?
1: It's absolutely what I need and I'm so is- glad you brought it. This is what you need. Hey, also, it's a complete side note,
0: because I feel like I comment on your clothes all the time, but not always on the live. I like you in that sweater with, like, the black shirt. Like, you look so cute. Hey, thanks. I feel like you could grab a cup of tea and cozy up on a, on a chair with a, I don't know, dog by your feet and a warm fire and
1: live life. Okay, honestly, though, this was like a COVID purchase. Like it was cause it is it's super cozy. Yeah. And it's not like that cold outside, but sometimes like I get cold in the house. And it was like, you know, like remote learning. We were literally sitting at a desk all day, which was so foreign to what we had been doing. And so it was oh, a okay. if like, I was like I need something cozy. Cause I'm like cold in the winter in my house. So, well, you know, me, even in the classroom, like
0: mm-hmm. I would get fully dressed, but then always have something that I could throw over was like a coat or a jacket or a sweater yeah. because it would always be cold in my room. And I'm not saying I didn't want it to be cold. Like I hate a classroom. That's hot. hot. It's like, not, yes. not what I want, but When it's really really chilly which i think it's okay to have Mm -hmm. i needed a sweater or something correct yeah yeah well anyhow yeah katie you look really cute and uh you're winning the day i think everybody should tell us in the comments what color they threw on today because apparently we went like black and neutrals Mm -hmm. i'm still rocking the red nail polish i'm gonna do
1: this for a while i think this is the new me post shoulder surgery this is the new me okay i'm excited that there's been a change in a positive direction. Yeah. If there's other things that start to change, I will alert you that maybe you should. Okay. It. I will
0: let people know. Unfortunately, there was an episode about two weeks ago, three weeks ago now, maybe at this point, where I had these really, really, really cool, like the coolest readers reading glasses. And mm-hmm. I saw your comments. Y'all were haters.
1: I did return them. Good job. Mm-hmm.
0: But the red nail polish is staying, so the deal with it. The red nail polish is subtle.
1: The other things were literally, like, bug eyes on your face. The red is, like, a subtle pop of color. I think most people can get behind that. So yeah. rock the red nail polish if you need, like, even, like, a color for headband. Like, shout out to Brie Fennel, who, lo- like, she rocks a cute headband, loves some bright colors. I think you can get behind that, but I just felt like the glasses were just a lot in a, sh- a small space.
0: Yeah, instead of doing bug eyes, which I will do, I'm just gonna wait ten more years to do it. Um, and sure. I'm gonna rock like nail polish, matching lip color. This is gonna be the future life. Like okay, someday I might, yeah, someday I might show up with like, I don't know. I was just about to say green, and I was like, oh, I never wear green.
1: <laughs> okay, you know, like, maybe not nail polish. But-
0: maybe I'll just do colored nail polish. Like I want to try yellow. I want to try blue. And, like, I think I'm going to be able to survive it. Katie knows that this is
1: so far out of the wheel. When I met right here a hundred years ago, she wore black nail polish only. Like, it was always dark. So it was, like, black or charcoal, like, really, really dark. Yeah. And then she went the other direction and had, like, just neutrals. So it was, like, no color at all. Then she started growing her nails out, and they were really long. But here's the thing that has always stayed consistent is I can always – tell Ray's mood or like life based on her nails so if her nails weren't done at school I'd be like what happened this weekend what's wrong because I could like that was like her therapy that was her escape and if she didn't get it done then I was like something happened in your life that you were not able to get your nails done and so it's just been our like our secret way to communicate to each other
0: yeah I want to be clear that there's no chip these all look beautiful and I do my own I know it's so good and these are a few days in and um, I do my own nails so that's why it's like my therapy is like, yes. it's yeah, not like exactly. going- it's
1: not like bougie and like goes all the time it was literally like she would sit home and do them and I could tell her mood based on what her do you nails
0: think are. other people don't lock themselves in the bathroom and have like
1: nail polish parties by themselves like I feel like that's a thing I don't know that many people spend hours doing their nails but then afterwards can like put into words like a whole project like you will literally show up to meetings and your nails will be done and you're like okay the whole time I was doing it I thought through every single detail that needed to be around yeah. this project and I'm like when I paint my nails I literally don't think about anything but messing up like I just like trying to get them on the actual nail bed you can like draft up a whole thing you're like hey we're gonna do this new course it's gonna be launched this date, and here's all the details and I'm like I don't know what's in your nail polish fumes but it's fascinating yeah i have great nail polish fumes that's good
0: okay wait we have to talk about the topic that's actually on the excel spreadsheet because it's not nail polish okay. but it's monday and i wanted to like ease us in so i want to celebrate with all of you throw those in the comments thank you for participating because you know you don't just need to be a consumer you can be an active participant in the morning uh this is legit i need i need people's thoughts on this so if you are like watching on your like tv but you're like moving in and out of the room or if you're listening your headphones but your phone's in your pocket like this is the time to move to a spot where you can comment we need you commenting and if you're listening on the podcast of teach better talk i need you to like dm me or like take a screenshot throw it in your like your stories or twitter like throw it somewhere because we need your vote every vote counts every vote (laughs)
1: matters okay every vote matters let's do this
0: I want to know your personal rule on food sitting out and it being acceptable to
1: eat. Can I ask some questions, some clarifying yes. questions? You are Car- welcome
0: to. of course.
1: Are you talking about like food that was cooked? So it's like, and it's prime would be warm. Okay, you believe that most food in its prime would be warm. Okay, like I eat cold food all the time. Like cold pizza is delicious. Okay, but I'm not talking like you made a pan of brownies. Brownies are consumed at like room temperature. You're talking like things that you would go to a restaurant, it would be served warm. Yes, or served cold. Like, okay, but but not room temperature. Okay, so like like
0: I feel like brownies don't count because don't people like, Make brownies. They put foil over it, and then the course of a week, they eat it.
1: Yeah, but that's what I was clarifying. Like you're not talking like things that sit out because they're they can be at room temperature. You're saying it's either cold or hot. How long can they be out of their prime temperature?
0: And it's been left out. Would you? Yeah. Like where's that line? Um, Examples that I've experienced this weekend could be a pizza that was cooked late at night, still sitting out in the morning. Um, chicken salad that somebody got out at lunch that is still sitting out at like the dinner hour. Um, Oh, a granola bar that you opened and ate half of one day. And then it's still sitting in next to your desk and it's the next day. Like, I want to know what is your metric? Were those specific enough for you? They
1: were. Okay. I think here's where I struggle. I do, I struggle with cold food getting room temperature.
0: Can I clarify though, before we get into this, I am putting out a, whatever, an announcement. I'm sure there's a scientific answer. And if you have it, put it in the comments. We are speaking ignorantly. Like we don't
1: actually know. And please don't Google it. Because we had a whole conversation at my house this weekend about a similar topic and my husband just kept Googling it. And I was like, my phone has Google too. If I wanted a Google answer, I would have looked it up. I want to know like your in the moment decision.
0: Is there an answer on Google of how Probably. long you can-
1: Okay? Like, if long if can someone go?
0: could Google it, we're gonna talk so that we don't waste your time. But if someone could Google how long a frozen pizza is allowed to sit out, let me know. But go ahead. Go ahead. Gabe. Frozen pizza cooked for the record. Um obviously.
1: <laughs> I would say hot food getting to room temperature is less of a concern, I would say a couple hours, than the reverse of cold food getting to room temperature. Because cold food has to be, like, to me, I'm like, there's a reason it's stored in the fridge. There's a reason it's cold. Things that were hot, I'm like, well, what, like, we serve room temperature food to children all the time because it's not, you know, like, it can't be too hot. Wait, so it's interesting you say that. Obviously, like, because, like, a chicken salad that is prepared
0: and put in the fridge to keep cold is different than, like, most people don't refrigerate their peanut butter that stays in the pantry. Well,
1: and I'm like, even thinking, like, a pizza. Like, that could stay out because at some point it'll just stop being so warm. Like, that doesn't bother me as much like... As the like, cheese
0: congeal.
1: Yeah, like, it's not necessarily taste good, but it's not... I, to me, doesn't feel as unsafe as, like, this is supposed to be stored in the fridge and now it's on the counter. Okay, so proclamation, life or death, gun to your head,
0: what's the rule? Like how long? Yeah, for cold food, you can have two different roles if you want, because of course it's you, and of course you're like cold food is a different. I would say like universally, probably like two hours. So let's say you come home after a funny, fun, long work day. It's like you went to a school basketball game, and so it's like super late. You're coming home. You throw in a frozen pizza. You eat half of it at 10 o'clock at night and you're like, oh my God, I have to go to bed because I have to wake up super early to do the Teach Better Today morning show. You forget to put it in foil. You go to bed. You do the show the next morning. You go over to your counter and you're like, oh man, the frozen pizza's still out. Do you wrap
1: it or dump it? Dump it. <laughs> Is there any part of you that wants to eat? Zero percent. Is there any
0: part of you that if, it was an apocalypse and you had to eat it you would
1: i probably wouldn't have gone to bed at 10 to get up for a morning show because i'm gonna guess we maybe don't have like wake-up calls during an apocalypse but i don't know okay but during covid we did so (laughs) that felt i yeah no i don't think that's like too long but okay here's the other thing though i always lean on whenever i have another i have another scenario chicken salad was taken out by
0: your partner and on the island with like pita whatever else you're putting together dinner time do you toss a chicken
1: salad or put it back in the fridge you went from lunch to dinner yeah probably put it back
0: okay what if you went from from dinner to next
1: morning heck no garbage
0: so you have an issue with the night time
1: no, it's the time. Because once you say like nighttime, you're committing to like a minimum five hours. Like no matter how long you actually sleep, it's a minimum of five plus hours. Yeah. So that to me is too long. But here is what I always lean on whenever I like argue with somebody about this. A, if it's like gotten gross. Like if it's like, you know, you're like. It's different. Yes. Like if it's like hard or whatever, throw that out. But I always lean on when you go to parties and let, I'm not talking about like the bougie catered parties where they have like ice iceboxes and stuff things sit out throughout the course of the party. You know, we like our Halloween party is several hours. Yeah. There are some things that maybe get like put back in the fridge because somebody's responsible and paying attention, but most of the time, all that stuff's sitting out and no one has ever gotten sick. And to me, I'm like people were fine. Katie, I just Googled how long can
0: food sit out? The answer according to Google is two hours. This range of temperature is often called the danger zone. <sighs> Never leave food out of the refrigerator over two hours. If the temperature is above 90 degrees Fahrenheit, food should not be left out for more than one hour. This so I was really- right, two
1: hours. Look at me, I'm like Google. Oh my
0: God, you are like Google. We're heading into our team talk. I can't wait to see all your comments about eating leftover pizza 13 hours later. <laughs> Welcome back to teach better today morning show where the teach better team gets to be live every single morning, Monday through Friday. Thank you for making this a part of your morning. Obviously there's a lot of hard hitting information happening here on the show. We're getting into our team talk, which I like to call the chips, salsa, guacamole and queso of the show. It's where we get into the, the hard hitting topics. We take listener questions. We come up with our own topics. Really, you guys run this, this segment and you guys tell us what you want us to talk about to make we, us a little bit better every single day in the classroom or just people in general. Uh, Katie, we have a, a really like random topic we're talking about today. We're talking about YouTube. Ooh. And I really want to specify this came up in my personal life. And I want to highlight it in the classroom in case there's educators that aren't leaning on this as a resource. Um, So I'm sitting in bed with our girls and we're going through YouTube on like a random weekend evening. Like this wasn't scheduled at all. And we're seeing like what YouTube clips them up. Like everything from like ridiculous cat videos to we watched um, like segments of Wicked on Broadway that are like on you know, YouTube, whatever. And something comes up where it's, it's like the fireplace, like mm-hmm. what you can pull up. It's like the 12 hour fireplace. People do this all the time for like holidays. They'll, if they don't have a fireplace or if they don't want to light like their fireplace, they like throw a fireplace up on their TV mm-hmm. to like set the ambience. And I did that. And the girls thought it was so cool. And I'm like, guys, we first off have a fireplace downstairs. So it's not like you've never seen it before. <laughs> and second of all, I used to use this in my classroom constantly to like set the tone of the environment. So when students walked in either after lunch or during a time period, even after a, if one of those like really snowy gloomy days, mm-hmm. like you walk into the classroom, the lights are off, you just have the this either really light music or only the music of a crackling fire up on your smartboard and it just kind of sets the tone for calmness in the classroom. And then as I was still looking through all these videos, the girls thought they were like the coolest thing. I found so many versions, like everything Mm -hmm. from like a apartment in downtown London to, you know, a beautiful condo on the beach, looking at the ocean to Christmas cafes to like literally everything you could think of and they were so high tech, like really, really well done. Lights were slowly moving, fire was typically going. Yesterday I literally pulled up one where it was like raining outside and there was all these cozy pieces of furniture. And the I just couldn't believe that both Matt and the girls were like, oh my God, these are so cool. We've never seen these before. And in my mind, I'm like, i use these as an educator all the time. And I'm wanting to make sure that our community knows how nice it is to bring in those mm-hmm. sensory videos. So Katie, talk to me a little bit about your experience with
1: these. I 100% agree. I did it every time we had standardized testing. Um, so anytime that was like, I knew a sustained amount of time, they'd have to be quiet. I didn't just necessarily want, I don't know. I just wanted to set like more of a cozy mood, you know? And so I would either do like fireplace if it was the colder months. Um, honestly, sometimes I would put up like o- underwater ocean. So it was like literally just like fish swimming around. The only thing I will say is like, know your students. And so it's the fireplace isn't easy to get distracted because it's the same, like essentially the same visual the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was a little bit better if I needed them to focus on what the task was. But if it was like, you know, I don't know. Like it was okay if they watched it for a few seconds and got a little distracted. Sometimes I would do ocean. Um, I also loved there was one I found that had really great music, but it was literally like um what are those things where they like are in the sky, but they're not in a plane, but they're oh like a
0: parasailing or like a no, yes. but you're talking about like free flying.
1: Yes, where they're like yeah, that's cool. mountains and valleys and stuff. So it was that which was super cool. Um, but yeah, I always did that when I well, A, I didn't necessarily have to have anything on my board. So like the instructions were given and the activity was long enough. I didn't need to have like next steps on my board, but also just to like set some sort of mood so that it wasn't just in like a cold classroom, you know, like I wanted some vibe.
0: Yeah. I think that as educators, we're constantly thinking about how we want to bring information to our students. And the more you lean on the five senses, the more successful you're going to be in getting students to into whatever your content is and sometimes you'll lean into the five senses in in a variety of ways one of the ways you can choose to do that is through the visual the music that these youtube like videos provide and i just want to re really just remind our group how diverse those options are they're already created for you i know some educators love the concept of classroom transformations but maybe it's a little too much work or Whatever it is, I'll just tell you, yep. YouTube does a really good job creating spaces for your students to trans transition themselves into a specific mood and feel free to use that. I, I-, I to be honest, probably use them more randomly than I should have, mm-hmm. but that if like, I woke up a little grumpy and I needed the kids to chill because I wasn't at my best, Like, then I would make it a calm day where I kept that on most of the day and mm-hmm. I, instru- if I didn't if I need to give instructions I would throw it up on my whiteboard versus my smart board like you know because we depending on what resources you have yeah allowed me to settle but also the students to like set the
1: tone and I love that stuff so but also the other side can I just say that like even if you're if you're trying to get more of that calming vibe that's totally the avenue but I've also seen a lot of success with people who use a lot of the kid workouts. Our kids love that. They come home from school yeah. and they like want to work out. If you type in like kid workout and a time frame, they usually give you like set workouts. And it's like, they think they're playing a video game because it's like, there's things on the screen they're supposed to grab. Yeah. I watched my daughter's teacher use it last year at the end of holiday parties. So like after they would have like whatever their party was, you know, the kids would be all like amped up. And before they got on buses to go home, she would let them do one of these like either yoga or whatever. And it was like, could be three minutes. It could be five minutes, but it was like a fun little interactive thing that again is pre-made kid friendly. So whether you want to set like more of a calm vibe or you're looking to like get some of those wiggles out, like there's so many good options out there. Like you said, one thing, one tip is to add to your search ad free, like the words ad free, Mm. because sometimes educators, I'm not going to totally admit, um, might've not had those and an ad pops up in the middle. And that does definitely change the mood, mm-hmm. especially because some YouTube ads aren't super appropriate. So yeah.
0: Well, gosh, if you're going to add in different, there's so many things for YouTube. I guess that comes in it comes down to like work smarter, not harder. Exactly. And YouTube can either deliver information or it can help you in a variety of other ways, like setting a tone. And yeah. I think that that's just a good reminder for us. Like You can do this without YouTube. You can find so many different ways to lead a workout or set the tone and feel free. But just a reminder that like these things are out there and you can choose to use them and it can be really effective. Um, What's the other thing I used to do? It's okay, ad free is really good. There's another, gosh, I'll have to look it up. I'll post it on my Instagram. There's something that you type in. Oh my God, I will literally look up. You type it into the URL once you have the link you want and it oh. loops
1: forever. And there's, there's another one. We can drop some of the stuff in the comments, yeah. but there's another way that you can make this screen automatically full screen. So you don't have to worry about any of the border ads. Yeah. There's lots of like tips and tricks on how to like make the YouTube school friendly and just to cover your bases. If in the event, something like pops up, but yeah, yeah. Such, such a good idea. So go check yeah, it I out. Know the Figure weird. out how you can incorporate this week.
0: Yeah. Cause you'll either find a video that's like 12 hours. So you can like, you run it all day and it doesn't matter, but there's also videos that were like really short, but I wanted it to loop constantly. Yeah. So I think there's anyway, a you go- button. there is, but is there something in the URL that like made it? So there wasn't any pauses either way, Google those little transitions. They exist. If you, yeah. If you're in your mind, like, Oh, I wish it did X, Y, Z. Like Google, it. it it probably can, yeah. yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, thanks, guys. This was just my like favorite topic. I love using this kind of stuff. I'm gonna go watch a YouTube video to calm my stress after having to hang out with like Katie all day. So, um, hope you guys have an amazing week ahead. Thanks for popping in to Teach Better Today morning show, and we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Hey, Teach Better community, thank you so much for joining the Teach Better Today morning show every single weekday at 7 a.m. Eastern. We have so many resources for you outside of this live stream at teachbetter.com, including blogs, podcasts, and professional development that will bring our team to your school. Wherever you are listening from this morning, please make sure you are sharing and celebrating the incredible educators in this world. And hey, if you are listening over on a podcast to teach better talk, we would love a five star review. (laughs) The comments are always so entertaining. (laughs) We'll see you tomorrow.